I just wrote it in the actual group chat. Go ahead. Okay. We're, 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 gonna, live. we're gonna bring this up right now. Okay. Okay. Right. Right. I don't care. <laughs> All right. Welcome in, everyone. Uh, new podcast here. New episode on this show. Uh, Epstein's cellmate, Tennessee lawmakers. The Bud anti-woke boycott is on Nike now. Jeremy Renner tells all. Just don't eat anything during that segment. And uh, we've got Restaurant Limits. Matt LeBlanc did what Trump did. Breaking up with a barber. Another Simpsons prediction and more. Dear Lord, that's a podcast. Mom deserves the best. And there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Quick on the button there, buddy. Sorry, bud. Sorry. (laughs) Quick on the draw. Are we going to get this out of the way first or no? No. I don't have much time here because I have have, have promise. I promise we'll fit it in, but not That's first. What That's what she said. Um, Epstein's cellmate, quickly have to talk about this. Epstein's cellmate, who was an ex-cop, was just convicted of killing four people. Good Lord. Former police officer Nicholas Tartaglioni. Doesn't bode well for our people. Uh, who once shared a cell with Jeffrey Epstein was found guilty in New York federal court of a gangland-style murder. Um, he was found guilty yesterday in White Plains following a three-week trial um, re- regarding a December 16, December 2016 slaying in Otisville, about 70 miles north of Manhattan, which claimed the lives of Martin Luna, Miguel Luna, Urbano Santiago, and Hector Gutierrez. Urbano Santiago, rest in peace. Phenomenal name to say. I wish my name was Urbano Santiago. R.I.P. That's stuck with Anthony. It's terrible. So he was convicted when? Yesterday. And he's been in jail since, uh, I guess this whole trial's been going on since Epstein was around? Yep. Okay. Yep. He's uh, U.S. Attorney of the Southern District, Amy Williams, said Tartaglione, a former police officer turned drug dealer. Yes. Um... His acts were heinous, represents a broader betrayal. He was a former police officer who once swore to protect the very community he devastated. Um, a jury has found Tartaglioni guilty of these heinous acts, sending a message that no one is above the law. That is true. Mm-hmm. Seems to be the theme this year. He was allegedly selling cocaine, steroids, and other drugs when he accused Martin Luna of stealing more than $200,000 from him. Federal prosecutors had alleged on April 11, 2016, Tagliani allegedly lured Luna to a bar in Orange County, New York, where Luna was accompanied by his nephew, Miguel, his niece's fiance, Santiago, and a family friend, Gutierrez. What occurred next could only be described as pure terror as Tartaglione tortured Martin then forced one of his nephews to watch Tartaglione strangle Martin to death with a zip tie. Oh, God. Tartaglione and the two of his associates then transported Miguel, Urbano, and Hector who were simply at the wrong place at the wrong time to a remote wooden location, forced them to kneel and execute them with gunshots to the back of the head. Oh. I think that's what happens when you share a cell with a with I the mean, worst person since uh, Adolf Hitler, basically. Well, that happens as a result 
well, sharing a cell with the worst person happens as a result of true. killing four people. Yeah, that's true. That was on the other side around. Um, by the way, this guy was not in his cell at the time that Epstein was yeah, I think found we, dead. I think we knew that. Tennessee lawmakers um, down this in Tennessee. Crazy stuff. Down in. <laughs> we should start the show over. Man. <laughs> down in Tennessee, uh, the House GOP has expelled two Democrats in retaliation over gun control protests. Now, the latest, just to catch everybody up, I think they're going to be reinstated after all this backlash. Is that because I haven't seen that just yet? It I heard looks like that's the latest on Twitter. Whether or not you know, take it for what it's worth. Twitter, everybody, that's what everybody's saying. But that what? I don't even know. Okay, so what happened was these three lawmakers in Tennessee, uh, Democrats, were out in the you know protesting with citizens, with a huge group of citizens against gun. You know, uh, trying to get gun laws enacted and um, gu- uh, protesting for gun reform. The Republican-led, um, what's it called, House that, that's mm-hmm. there, yes, um, voted to eject two of the three people of the three lawmakers that were participating, and those two happened to be black. The one that was not ejected, who did the same exact thing, is a white woman. Well, that's unfair because the two that's exactly that were, what happened. No, the two that were expelled were also named Justin, and she wasn't. I believe that it was well, anti-Justin that, behavior. That's a, okay, maybe. Yeah. Uh, you can't rule that out. But what I'm saying is, uh, effed up. Nah, it was probably the blatant, black thing. But I like to think it was the Justin racism. Thing. The Justin thing is a, it's it's the, it's the uh, PBS way of of spinning this. Yeah. Um. But no. It, so these two, uh, black gentlemen were expelled from the house and the white woman was not was not and so now from what i understand they got you know it was just an incredible amount of black backlash and it just now it seems that they're going to get reinstated but i'm not 100 on it don't quote me on that well it was pure insanity that they were they were expelled in the first place and i some of the lawmakers i saw some of the clips some of the lawmakers they were like really treating them like shit like it was really outlandishly racist behavior you know i mean the one guy was like one guy was like explain sounds like you're calling for violence when you chant no justice no peace and the guy was like what like people have been Uh, chanting that from the beginning of time that is a long traditional chant in, in protests very traditional it's just it's blatant it's like you the three of them did the same thing and only the two black men were expelled which i can't understand and i would love for them to talk to somebody because i haven't heard many of the the republicans in the in this house talk about this of why those two and not her because they all three of them did the same exact thing and not only that i don't think i mean then, well, then you say, well, then, yeah, okay, all three of them should have been expelled, but none of them should be expelled because all they were doing was protesting, exercising their First Amendment right. They weren't doing anything, you know, against the law. You know, they they were just protesting peacefully. It, there was no law broken, but it was against House rules. Like, you can't what, be recognized. 
you can't, you, well, you, you have to be recognized to speak. And so they weren't recognized, but they were in there chanting and protesting and speaking. And so that's technically the rule of which they used they to expel in, them. But they weren't in the chamber, were they? They were just yeah. in the, they no, were they were in the hall or something. The, no, no, I think they walked into the chamber. Yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure they were in the chamber at a point. Well, either way, it's, it's a bunch of bullshit. It's crazy behavior. And then the other one was like, you wanted attention, now you got attention. Like, he really spoke down to him. Uh, I don't know who it was, who the representative was. And um, I kind of, you know, I feel bad for for these guys. They're like trying to represent their constituents. Not that you want to like bring race into it, but it was the two black eyes and not the white one. By the way, the white woman, she was up for expulsion. She, they didn't have, she didn't get the votes that the other two got. Yeah, they didn't vote her out. And the three of them were standing there like, together throughout the whole thing yeah holding hands all the hands raised they did the same thing she by the way uh i think her name is gloria hold on let me go through my notes here gloria johnson gloria johnson was elected to the house 10 years ago when there was another mass shooting at a school she was a teacher or something or whatever, a principal or whatever she was in the school there was a mass shooting and she decided then that she was going to run to try and change things. And here she is 10 years later, they're still dealing with the same bullshit and she can't even get expelled because she's got the wrong color of skin on her. I don't know what the fuck they're doing down there in Tennessee. But what I was gonna say was, is the two two districts that those, uh, that Justin and Justin, which are gonna make a great morning show after they finally leave this career. I'm tuning tuning in. Yeah, me too. Um, They are, they're both representing the biggest, you know, uh, their constituents are 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 mostly black. Their districts are mostly uh, black. So they're like, you're shutting our fucking whole people down. It ain't just us two. Yeah. You know, it's it's all you know, it's all the people, all the black people. Not all the black people, but it's a lot of the black people in the state. Yeah, and it's not like they're they're protesting children being murdered. It's not you know, this is a just cause. It's. It's just the whole thing is batshit upside down. Yeah. Um, I don't understand why they don't just fucking just pass some laws and try. What's the big yeah, deal? Because they're being paid not to. Fucking big deal. It's, it's such it's such corrupt bullshit. Well, that's what upsets me the most by the end of the day. I don't like it when one little entity has this much say over my life. And I'm not even getting a cut of it. Like, I know people are getting paid off of it, but I'm not. No, you're not. And you're an ass. And I got it. No, I'm serious. Like, you know, I get it if people are benefiting from it, but there's so few that are benefiting from it. And there's so many that are are in power are are affected. Yeah, but it's it's the few that are in power. It ain't a lot of people. If all the people are in power are are affected, I could I don't love it, but I can I can give it a pass. The NRA is getting funneling millions of dollars to these people, not to, you know, to keep the gun laws nice and loose. Jay Sabs, you got are your kid? I don't know how old your kids are. Are they are they in some sort of school pre K bullshit? I can't believe you don't know this answer. I have no idea. Yes, they are. They are right. They're in pre K. Yes. Do you worry? Because you, I mean, you you live in a worse neighborhood than Frank. Do you worry that they're gonna get? You ever worry about them, like, getting shot? Oh, I was like, worry about them with what, exactly? Uh, no, I don't. I don't, I don't, 
I don't really have that fear. Of course, it'll probably happen next week. That I just said that. No, um, I don't. I don't That's have that fear because I New York gun laws are so different. Are in, they? And so much, yeah. What? Is, why? What are they? I mean, you're the type of gun you're allowed to have. Are you allowed to own? The, uh, you know, the the big guns that are used, the AR-15s no. and all this stuff, are you allowed to have them in New York? No. You're not allowed to own at all just to keep them? Um, the, uh, the New York gun laws are way stricter than, I think, how many states, but we're like up there in, in strictness of what mm. you can have, what you can carry, who can get a gun. It's like... Which- it's not part of our, it's not really part of our daily lives like in other states where it is. Right. It's not, it's not as big as a, of a hobby as it is in other states. So at least, and, and especially where we are too. Yeah. It's not. See, I worry more because of where we are because there is some fucking hickish behavior. I mean, not by you, but by me. Like we have some. I, I got some yokels out here. I got some fucking. Well, I mean, you, you talk about the, the strict gun laws in New York. And I'm trying to think of, you know, when was the last mass shooting in New York? You know what I mean? I'm trying to th- like a school thing. Nothing. I'm trying to think. Uh, I don't want to be disrespectful and forget one, but I, I don't remember. I don't think there has been one. Because. Because of what you just said, probably the laws are, are a lot stricter here. You're not allowed to have this type of gun. You're not allowed to carry that type of whatever it is. But you go to places where the laws are looser, and that's what it is. And nobody, not nobody, but the people that are in charge don't seem to, to want to see that. Also, um, when I where I went to high school, you had to go through a metal detector as well. Right. And that was every morning. Um, and yeah, I mean, look how good you turned out. I'm so good. (laughs) So good. Um, yeah. And like a lot of these places, like a lot of, a lot of reasons why these school shootings happen is because schools don't have, uh, security set in place. Like a lot of these places, you could literally just walk in where, whenever you want, wherever you want, mm. which is crazy because in New York, uh, I know, was it the D? I can't remember who has stricter. I don't know if it's um, New York City or like Long Island school districts all have their own, like each, each school district has their own rules. But basically, you can't walk in whenever you want. No shit. Like in my kid's school, like the doors are all locked. Right. Yeah, you can you only know? get out. You can't get in. And you have to get, like, you have to go to the office and then you have to show proof. Like, I went to go uh, bring my son something and I fucking had ID and I'm like, I'm here to, I had his name and everything. And they're looking at me like, we still don't think you're a father. And I'm like, yeah. have you been talking to my wife? You don't look like you fathered any children. Yeah. To be honest. They're like, when was the last time you played a video game? I go, yesterday? And they're like, mm-mm. Yeah, I don't think that so. checks out. We're going to have to escort you out, sir. <laughs> they're like, show me a checkbook. And I'm like, mm. I don't have one of those. <laughs> now, 
See, no, I swear, you want to know the God's honest truth? They go, what? What, what's uh, what's your teacher's, uh, what's your son's teacher's name? And I go, I have no idea. <laughs> you, know, you know I'm the dad, right? <laughs> I'm like, Flanagan? Sure, the dad, sure. Yeah. I... Smother? I, something with a T. Give me a hint. Give me a hint. I think I was on uh, Wheel of Fortune. But, yeah, but look at, you know, you just look at the places all around the country that the gun rules are not as strict as New York. And knock on wood, you know, that hasn't, I don't remember the last school incident shooting that was, that ha- happened in New York. I don't, I don't know of any off the top of my head, um, but they're happening all the time, these shootings. And it's, it's and the, people are, oh, gun laws don't, don't work. Well, they they do. I mean, you go all around the world to every other country that has gun laws, common sense gun laws, and uh, the shootings are way higher here than over there, than anywhere else. So mm. obviously they do something. I can't believe you don't worry at all. I worry a little <laughs> bit. How could I know my wife worries, but to be that's fair, that's not like you worry about the kids getting shot. Yeah, because we live we live in it. We have we have chickens and cows and there's like farms out here so i, I don't know Maybe. not to sound like anti-farmist but who's hunting chickens and cows <laughs> i'm just saying we're just a lot more where i live is a lot more closer to tennessee it's rural and arkansas than where you guys live and we live 40 minutes away from each other so yeah, I hear you. yeah. <coughs> um it's messed up stuff yeah, well, let's see what happens with these two Tennessee lawmakers. Uh, Bud and the anti-woke boycott is now moving over to Nike. I feel like you should check your penis, Frank. You're almost done with that Bud Light. Oh, see God. if it's still there. Ah, it's so I good. I have to take a picture of that. Are Love you worried that you're going to turn into a woke transgender? Actually, oh, it was the first thing I thought. I went, oh, my God, how could I drink this? It's it's going to change everything. I Now, let me ask you, are you just drinking that Bud Light just to shove it in people's faces because you don't drink Bud Light. No, no fr- self-respecting human drink human being had, drinks Bud Light. I had Bud Light for poker night. I have the fridge down here and I went and grabbed the bottle. I've had, you I really had hate your bottle. friends, don't you? I have a, a different array of beers and one of them is Bud Light. None of them are good. So, listen, you, I drank this just now and it reminds me I don't know. It reminds me of uh, hanging out in the city. I don't know why. But, yeah, we had Bud Light. Remember, we used to we used to go go out and hang out, and that's I don't know. I feel like that's what we ordered sometimes. We know you maybe. I don't think I've ever ordered a Bud Light. I don't know what to tell you. But <laughs> this whole anti—it's so stupid. So it was started with Kid Rock and some other people. Now Travis Tritt is doing it. If you're following along. With what Kid Rock and Travis Tritt are doing, reevaluate your life. You, you, you've got some situ- you got some problems that you need help with, and it might be time for some counseling. Travis Tritt announced on Twitter that he'll be removing Anheuser Busch products from his tour hospitality rider. Um, oh no, not Travis Tritt! I know. Can you believe they lost Travis Tritt? Mid break. Um, hours later, the multi-platinum selling artist shared a second tweet that included a photo of RuPaul's Drag Race show teaming up with Jack Daniels Tennessee Whiskey Company. 
I don't know what is happening. I'm like, uh, is it just me? I mean, tell me. I feel like, Janine, you'll be honest with me. Okay. Is it just me, or are we out and out just blatantly anti-trans and anti-gay <laughs> with say we. all of this stuff? I mean, like, the country all of a sudden. like we're a, a section of the country. All of a sudden, it's too much to wear a pride hockey jersey and warm for 10 minutes during warm-ups. It's so ridiculous. Um, if a beer company wants to give beer to a transgender influencer, that is sparking such an outrage. Yeah, what is the difference? Why does that bother anybody? Get over it. Drink your beer and shut up about it. Who cares who the, who the spokesperson, unless the spokesperson is a Nazi and a, or a really bad person, then you just, you should be fine. Who cares? It's just a, a sponsor. It's a, some, it's a spokesperson. Since when does, you know, you eat McDonald's, it's been, the spokesperson's been a clown for decades, and who gives a shit? Like, uh, that's, my point is, who cares who the spokesperson is? Let me ask you something, Frank. What's your favorite, um, what's your favorite fast food that you eat all the time? Uh, Wendy's. What if the Wendy's spokesperson became Donald Trump? What would you do then? Oh, wow, good question. I probably wouldn't eat there. I said, I said, Nazi wow. or really bad person. <laughs> you really would stop eating Wendy's because of that. Yeah, but a trans person is not a really bad person, or a Nazi, or someone that I like. If they spot, if trans people were the spokesperson, spokespeople for anything, I'd be like, great, good, good for you. That's that's amazing. Why why is that well, a negative? Why is that seen as a negative? Let me tell you something. If Wendy herself murdered my mother in front of me, I'd go to her. I'd stand over her casket with a Dave's double and <laughs> tell her it was a good run, Ma. Thanks for everything. I will never give up eating Wendy's. Wendy's is really good. It's really um, good. It's never frozen. <laughs> that's what they, that's what I hear. People say. tell me it's never frozen. <laughs> People tell me. There's other places that freeze it. They're sad. <laughs> what do they got over there with Sleepy Joe? They've got a clown and a frozen Big Mac. Ooh. Ridiculous. Look uh, at this burger next to my hands. Now, which one's bigger, the Big Mac or Donnie's hands? All right, I'm sorry, Jenny. You were going to say something really important. I... Okay. So, uh, paint, painting services by Steve says support Miller Lite and Reebok. Nike and Budweiser doesn't want your money. Why does Nike and Budweiser? This is directed to painting services by Steve and anybody who agrees with this. <coughs> why does their spokesperson being trans upset you so much? Is what's the big deal? This is the spokesperson was a straight man. What is the difference? Why does that? Why does the person being trans? Make it a negative in your eyes. Because some people don't believe in the whole trans thing, so they're not going to support it. That's it. You don't have to, if you don't agree with it, doesn't mean that they're a bad person or they're evil or anything like that. It doesn't means mean they that exist. they think that. They just could not want to just drink it. So, they're anti, so some people are anti-trans is what you're saying. Right. Just like some people are anti-Trump, but they're not going to, eat wendy's anymore because he's it's a huge difference it's a huge difference no it's not it is a gigantic difference trans people are not 
evil, you know, jerks. In your eyes. In common sense eyes. No, in your eyes. It's called having an opinion. So some people think trans people are this this way. And some people think that's a bigoted opinion. Some people think that Trump is if the specific if the specific sponsor, I don't know who the sponsor (laughs) what the person's name is of Bud, if that specific person was a uh, a bad person and they happen to be trans then yeah by all means say oh boy uh, boycott whatever you want to do but this particular person them being trans has nothing to do with you know like th- the only reason that the, these people are boycotting is because the person's trans and that has that is not you're ostracizing an entire community. Trump is one person who, listen, if they thought that this sponsor, this person, spokesperson was an evil person, a bad person and did some bad shit, then I'd be like, all right, well, maybe they have some kind of case. But their only basis for boycotting is that they're trans. That's their only basis. And that is not enough to think that, to be like, oh, that, fuck this. I'm not, you know, it's, it doesn't make any sense. They didn't do anything wrong. They didn't do anything to you, and they're not ruining the country. And they're not doing anything. It's it's. It doesn't. They don't. It's have transphobic. To ruin the, that's not. That's on them. Then that's you don't have saying. to understand it. It's like that's what yeah, they believe they wanna, in, and that's it. If they want to boycott it, that's up to them. It just doesn't doesn't make any sense to me. It, it, uh, all right, painting services by Steve says you read the Bible, Frank. The Bible has a lot of stuff that we don't do anymore. You know, there's people, they said... Uh, like what? Eat meat on Fridays? <laughs> the Bible In the Bible, it says you can uh, sell your daughter into slavery. It was perfectly legal in, in the Bible, in the, in the Old Testament. <laughs> it's like, I got two daughters. <laughs> you can also, uh, you can, uh, the anybody who works on Sunday has to be put to death. Anybody mm-hmm. who uh, commits adultery has to be put to death. Uh, well, anybody, who touches, <laughs> anybody who touches uh, skin Can I just say something A woman yeah. snuck that one into the Bible I'm pretty sure that was a woman mm-hmm. So all I'm saying is yeah. Oh and wait you're forgetting the other thing Take the good things from the Bible And then there's stuff we don't do anymore Because it's It's antiquated, it's old It's not the tra- It's not what, what we're about anymore As a society thou, thou shall not look at a girl's ass While she walks by in high school Mm-hmm Commandment number 15. Good one. See? Good point, Janine. Okay. I guess. I think, honestly, in all of this, if there's anybody that should be offended, it's the trans people. Because to have one of their own drinking a Bud Light is... Well, exactly. That's what I was going to say. That's the lowest. It's definitely a male going to a female, right? (laughs) I'm not sure which way it goes, but it ends up at Bud Light. You've done something wrong. (laughs) Who is... Do we know who the... I don't know who the, the... Spokesperson is. Do we know who? Dylan Mulvaney. Dylan Mulvaney. Yeah. Okay. Which Identifies again as, as a man or a woman? Do we know? I, I'm not sure. Well, no. Uh, she's a woman now. I think. Okay. I don't know what she. I'm. I'm not. You know me. I can't roll it. That's how you know. That's how you know she's not a real man because she's drinking a Bud Light. Go ahead. Next. She, she looks like hey. a woman. I don't know if it, it's good. Oops. <laughs> She looks like a woman. I don't know if she identifies as a woman. I am sorry for any miss. Uh, she pee like a woman. 
I don't know. I'm not, I'm not sure how any of it works. I know she has piss poor taste in beer. That's all I know about her. <laughs> but at the same time, I know what it's like to be on this internet and you got to take some endorsement deals sometimes just to pay the rent. So I don't, I don't hate on like, her for it. It's not like Bud or Bud Light is, it's like the number one beer in the country, isn't it? I mean, it might, everybody goes, oh, it sucks and it's terrible. But isn't it like number one or it's at least in the top five in terms yeah, listen, of how much they sell? Yeah, McDonald's is number one in fast food. Yeah. It's, it's good food. I don't know what to tell you, but, but my point is people are, people are buying it no matter you know what you say about it. Oh, it's, of course. Well, everybody's pointing out that all these hicks are down there buying this shit just so they could blow it up and shoot at it. And they're still making still a sale for fucking Bud Light. Yeah, do what you want. Once you buy it, it's yours. Do what you want. I like it, this. But... I like this name, by the way. A Golf Twitler. Oh, that's good. That is a really good name. A Golf Twitler. <laughs> What what's going on with your junk is none of my business unless we share a bed. True, that is true. Yes, agreed. Yeah, what what you got going on? That's your you know how how you dress, how you act. That's all part of your personality. That's who you are. If you top uh, or bottom or both, who who the hell is anybody else to tell you what you can and can't do? But it feels very anti, like, I mean, it feels like open-ended bigotry. Now, I like, I think Janine is making a good point, Frank, on what she's saying, because people feel different about different things. However, I would say, like, this is also how we talked about women years ago. It's also how we talked exactly. about black people years ago. And it's women, women, it's all right. Yeah. <laughs> But it seems strange that we're still it's like we've just been moving this hatred from it one person from one group to the next. And now it happens to be on. I feel congrats to the gays, because I think it's it's come off the gays and now it's onto the trans people it's, where it's, it's like they're carrying it all now. They're it's carrying like, the yeah the burden. Not all, not all. But it's it's unbelievable. We, we know that's it's the wrong side of history. And it's been proven over and over again when you when you single out a group of people and you and you um, pick an arbitrary trait of theirs and say, well, you're inferior because of this one trait. That that's wrong. We all know that we've learned that lesson a million times. So this is exactly exactly what's happening again. It's just now it's happening to trans people. And it's like, dude. Fucking leave trans people alone. They're just—they're making a living just like anybody else. They have a right to do to sponsor, uh, to have sponsors, and to do uh, podcasts or or uh, what? She she's a a podcaster, right? Or, or Instagram or something? God, I hope not. I hope she's, it's on, she's doing something. And you know, if she has this, she's allowed to have sponsors when she's not supposed to be sponsored. That's how that's how podcasts and whatever make their money. I mean, that's why. Why would you? It doesn't make any sense. It really doesn't. It's so close-minded and anti what America is supposed to be about. It's about acceptance and all types of people, all types of families. That's why we came to America hundreds, a couple hundred years ago. We because we were escaping persecution, and this was supposed to be the land of the free. Only if we agree with you, though. It's like what the fuck? Come on. Yeah, we could be free, but yeah, not free. You know, unless we agree with what you're doing. Um, I agree. As long as you're not hurting anybody. Do you? But do you? I mean, do, do you think? I don't think we're going to be having these same conversations five years from now, ten years from I now. Hope not. I think people just have a hard time dealing with the new thing, whatever it is. I'll be yeah. honest. 
and this is gonna start this is gonna be this is gonna be my one of my friends who is a gay male says that oh he has a lot of gay male friends who do not want to be associated with trans people because of their taste in beer right that's i'm, I'm with yes them. yeah after the budweiser thing came out <laughs> <laughs> no, he, no he's serious though it's well, it's um it's a movement and i forgot who who started it he sent me it the other day because he yeah. said it's getting out of control I've heard this too, and I, I, I mean, you correct me if I'm wrong, Gene, but I heard, I heard that's the sentiment in the gay community because this, the because gay people had a, I mean, it's longer than what I'm going to say, but let's for argument's sake say, thirty to forty year fight to get marriage equality and you know to 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 be treated as equal, and the transgender community is like sliding into acceptance so quickly that there's a little bit of a resentment from the gay community. Some of the gay people I know have said, have passed that along to me. No, that's that not it. Mean. Okay. All right. Well, that's, <laughs> then, I, then I'm going to go ahead and correct the gays that I'm friends with, because that's what, that's what it was explained to me. Gay. That's what your gay said. Yeah. yeah Cause that it doesn't make any sense to me. The part, well, Cause they were like, we, you know, we fought for this for so goddamn long just to kind of, be treated as equal to get, you know, uh, rights and to get marriage and all this stuff. And, and people still don't barely accept us, you know, like we just got to the, the point of feeling normal. And then, you know, here comes the transgender people and they're just being like ushered right in. And like, where was that for, for us? Well, what Glenn who's being ushered in? Look at what, who's being ushered in. They're being, they're being ostracized because they're, they're, they're spot. Their bud light is their sponsor. It's like, they're not being ushered in as readily as you think. Jimmy, what did you say? I'm sorry, Glenn, Jimmy. What Glenn said, my sister is gay and she's so disgusted with this push. That's kind of what my friend said too. Okay, but what, what, so why, did they say why? Well, okay, so in his words, he says he does not want to be associated with trans because he said it's not the same as being gay and also he thinks that trans people have mental problems so he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't see himself he doesn't think it's the same and a lot of people think it's the same a lot of people think automatically if you're trans you're gay or actually i back it i i could understand being you're in this lane and you're being <laughs> together with the person in the lane next to you right. getting a little offended by that. I could, I could understand so, that. I think overall it's, it's push, the, yeah. it's the LGBTQ plus thing. I think oh, it's, it's all people that are just in that non-straight kind of, I think that's, they're all fighting yeah. for equality. So that's, that's why there they're being lumped together. Where, where, you lump, where you lump the letters together is that, but each letter has its own cause, its own, being you know well, not if you're in the plus life not if you're represented by the plus you didn't get a letter you just got a plus you got a plus but um to say trans people are mentally what, what was what did you say that they were mentally what they Ill? have mental uh, mental issues. issues i mean that's another closed-minded terrible thing to say and uh, that doesn't just because someone is born and they know that they're one gender, but their body says something 
different doesn't mean they have a mental issue. It means that they, or a mental pro, you know, it means that they have this one thing going on that they, once they transition, they feel comfortable. You ever meet a transitioned person, happy, you know, it's like a complete 180 because they're comfortable <laughs> with who they are. And it's a, it's a good thing. I wouldn't say who, that. I wouldn't say that. Not everybody who who's well, transitioned the, fully is happy. Well, with their transition. I mean, like, I'm not saying it, in general, they, sh- they probably still have the same problems we have, you know, whatever. But I'm saying I'm saying with their with their gender now that they've transitioned, they're becoming more of who they are. Um, when someone's able to do that freely and be who they are in the open, it's going to be better yeah, for them. It's better for everybody. I'm laughing at Paul's comment too. <laughs> Jay Sebs, I believe most of the yeah. population has mental illness undiagnosed. That includes me. That's Everybody's got something going on. But, <laughs> but uh, Glenn B, I would love to hear what your sister says. If it's the same as what Janine's friend is, is, uh, is saying. So, and now listen, Hey, I think the transgender thing is, a, is a tough spot because you have a lot of people that do it and they're happy and they're thrilled. And then you have a lot of people or you have other people that don't, that do it, not thrilled. You have people who don't yeah. do it, not thrilled, you know? So it's a, but it's every, it's nobody's business, but that person, if they have to go through whatever they got to go through to feel like themselves, that's their, that's well, yeah, none I'm just, of my business. It's none of your business. Everything is my business. First of all, I'm, I all right, you're the exception. This. I got, I got a podcast here. I see. But <laughs> see the microphone in front of our faces that allows us to rile rile into everybody's business. Um, but I'm just saying it's a, it's a relatively new thing as far as being spoken about and accepted out in the open. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's it's not a cohesive thing, you know. And I, I what I mean by that is again, like I said, there's people who do it and regret it. There's people who um, don't don't commit to it as much as other people there are so many different variations in it that you know changes things so it's not like it's not as clean and easy as a movement of i'm gay and i want to be married like that was that's the you know that was an easy one to accept there's 40 different variations inside of trans that doesn't make it as clear and that is thus i think harder for society to accept because it's harder to understand and we're stupid but it's like why does it like if your neighbor is a trans person how does that affect it doesn't it's none of your business whatever they do whatever they wear however they want if they want to be called miss or mister why does that why does that hurt you let them be who they want to be call them whatever they want to be called it doesn't negatively affect you so move on with your life pay attention to your own life someone wants to do something that makes them feel better and be a better individual then let them do that what's it's true we look the other way when ranger fans and yankee fans so why not for transgender people okay um jeremy renner tells all dear lord jeremy renner was on yeah this was holy crap what's what's abc's 60 minutes i forget what it's called Diane Sawyer. Thank right? you. Was, yeah, there you go. I watched. I watched some of it. I didn't watch all of it. What'd you think? Well, first, tell what. Give me. Give a synopsis of what happened. So basically, he has a big ass house with a lots of snow. So he had his whole family there basically for Christmas, New Year's break, 
and um, I guess they were all going to go out skiing, so they needed to clear some snow away. So he had one of those big machines. What are they called? Snow cat? What's it called? Snow cats? Are they? Is that yeah, it? I think yeah. Never. Yeah. And um, so he was with his nephew, and he was operating it, and they were trying to move snow, and his nephew was between the snow thing and the truck and i guess it slid this thing and jeremy tried to see where his nephew was so he kind of like it looked went... like he jumped on the big track like the well tank no track. he was he was looking out he was in still he was still in this snow thing he was looking out and then he fell off and then he was trying to get back up on it and the thing went over him yeah it's like a tank's tracks those those yep. big long you know but Metal they have things. like these yeah but they have like these big uh blades on them that help it move through the snow and this thing just ran over him and the detail he went into oh i don't mean to cut you off face i go ahead i love him by the way <laughs> He's a hero. Oh, he's saved so his, hot. Saved his nephew. Did you hear what he said about what happened? Like when when this thing went over him, he said he could see his eye with his other eye. Yep. His eye Ugh. popped out, and he could see it with his other eye. From yeah. the force. Yep. Yeah, from being run over by this thing. How many bones were broken, and whatever happened? And it, I, I'm amazed. He, how good he he came out in this inter- you know how good he looked and how he i know he was doing great in that interview i mean he said he still has a lot of pain in his jaw they have like pins and screws mm-hmm. and, and stuff in there and he's sitting there he's going like this and it it's killing him it's it's hurting him but that that is some recovery from what he went through yeah there's i put the illustration from abc credit them for that where he's he goes to jump into the cab but he got caught on the the little track there and sucked forward and boom (laughs) then the thing just ran over him yeah he went on top of that that track that tire thing and then as it moved it pushed him forward in front of it and then that's where he fell and then it went right over him oh you could see those blades on the on the tires yeah huge he could get it he is very. He looks very good for his age. You know how old he is. Fifty something, I thought, right? Yeah. Fifty what? Fifty-seven, eight, six. Fifty no. Fifty-two. Fifty-two. Damn. He's Hawkeye, baby. He could get it. <laughs> you know what? Wait, because of Hawkeye or just him in general? I loved him before this. The t- wasn't he? Was he in the town? Was that him? I think so. He was in one of the born something or others without yeah. the one that didn't have mm-hmm. Matt Damon. He was, was good in the town when uh, when taller, brown haired Matt Damon was like, hey, we're going to go hurt some people and you can't ask any questions. And he's like, which cow are we taking? That was fucking badass. <laughs> you know the clip I'm talking about? Yeah, sure. No, thanks. Um, and, uh, go ahead. You know what got me, though, was the moment where he was like, Cause she was like, "Are were you in pain or what was, what was it? And he was like, there was pain all over. He goes, you just, you start to wonder, is this what life is going to be like? What is my life going to yeah. be like now? That hit me yeah. so hard. Cause it was like, oh my God, that's kind of what happens to you when you get a little scare 
you're like, mm-hmm. is this, is this what, this is like, this is my existence now. Yeah. Yeah. And that's so like, you know, oof. I know yeah. after I gave birth, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> is this how is I'm going to feel asshole, forever? Is that my asshole always going to hurt like this? <laughs> that is in fact what she said. Uh, no joke. So Jeremy, he goes, um, he was saying that if he goes, I, I don't want to be hooked up to machines. He was saying to his family, if I have to be oh, yeah. kept alive by machines or tubes, he goes, just, <coughs> just end it. Really? Yep. yep. He didn't want to live like that. Damn. And, and he was saying that the biggest burden, like he didn't want to do that. Like what all this did to his family, like uh, everybody had to pull together or whatever. But it's like, yeah, you got to worry about yourself, dude. You got to, you know, your family supports you. You support them. That's, he, man, it doesn't get much better than that, man. He saved his nephew and he got run over by this thing. Jeez, I can't even imagine the pain. No, neither can I. Um, People in New York City are losing their shit because restaurants are trying to impose 90-minute limits on uh, dinner reservations. Again? Why? Yeah. Turn over tables faster? Yeah, I think they're still just trying to make ends meet right now, uh, even though it's we're out of the pandemic. I think it's just people are coming in and sitting down and expecting to have a table for like four hours, you know? Those, day, those well, days sits, are long gone. Who sits in a restaurant for four hours? Unless it's a party, you know? Like, what are you doing there? You eat, you talk a little bit, get, you move on. Why are you sitting there for four hours? If I like you, you're going to be there a long time with me. If I don't, that's how you thank, know I don't like you. I'm like, thank check. God we don't have to worry about that. Yeah, right? But I'm... <laughs> I feel like if you're like catching up with somebody, a four-hour gathering is not an uncommon thing. Four hours yeah. at, a, at a restaurant just to sit at like a dinner table? That's a long time. That's I say, I the feel like... of a wedding reception. You, you're right. I feel like if you're going to catch up with somebody, that's a lunchtime thing. That's not a dinnertime thing. I could see two hours. You know, if you're catching up with somebody or if you have a big table, like a table of eight people, you know, it takes a while for the food to get there and all this stuff. And you're catching up with a lot of people. You know, maybe that time should be two hours instead of that. But I feel like 90 minutes is ample time for two people or maybe even four people. I'm not I'm not cool with them kicking you out and being like, it's 90 minutes. Get the fuck out. Not a big fan of that. But. What if it was a trans person that told you they needed four hours? <laughs> to, oh, four with a Bud Light. More Bud Light, sir. You know what's More crazy, everything. though? When you when you go out to eat, what do you say your average dinner time is out to eat? You time and your significant other. You and your significant other. Length of time. Wait, what was the other part? Time, Like time you go out or length of time? Like the time you start to eat or? Like... Yeah, like the time from the time you like sit down at the PM? table. Okay. I'm talk- you're talking about length of time that you're there. Till you pay the check. Uh, well, I went out to eat with Aaron tonight, and we were there about maybe an hour, a little tiny bit more, not even. Weren't there very long. Um, I guess it all depends on how busy the restaurant is, but I'd say probably closer to hours. To two hours. Yep. You really like talking to him, don't you? Just you and your roommate. 
I like talking to other people. That's why I sit at the bar and we pretend like we're not with each other. And I'll start talking to the person who I'm next to and he'll start talking to the person who he's next to. Yeah, my wife tells me that too. She's like, we have to go out to eat. She's like, I just, I miss talking to you. And I'm like, why? I don't yeah. get it. She should uh, start a podcast. Instead, because like, you don't want to be interrupted by, let, let me tell you something every yeah. fucking two minutes. Let me tell oh. you something. But I tell her for somebody who tells me to shut up six, 17 times a day, that's kind of a crazy, I swear to you, my daughter will, when, when I start to talk to my wife, my daughter comes running over and some, most of the time she has nothing to say and she just goes, dad, and she just waits till she has my attention. And then she's like, oh shit, now I have to figure out, I got to tell him something. Yeah. And she just makes shit up just, but I don't know what it is. She just does not want my wife well, talking to me. You should have answered her right away she wouldn't have forgot what she had to say no she doesn't forget she has nothing to say oh, she's she just, just nothing she's just <laughs> cock blocking my wife from getting a conversation going with yep, me i know how that goes <laughs> every fucking night of my life all right so two hours and a little over an hour what's amazing to me about the time you spend going out to eat how long are you eating at home 15 minutes yeah ten. Take. maybe yeah. 10 i mean why is it so much longer when we go out because you got to order, you got to wait for, you know, you have different courses. Sometimes you get appetizers. And when you're when you're eating at home, you make one course and you shovel it in, and that's that. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You like shovel it in. It just like you're just like whole oh, and done. You're like out of here. Ten minutes. We're at. We're off this table. But it is at, different. you go out to dinner and it's like an hour and a half. Well, I feel like the first ten minutes is looking at the menu. And you order a drink, they go away, they come back for a little bit. You're talking. Then you got to order appetizer. Oh, put the appetizer in. Have you, have you, have you decided an entree? Oh, no, you just need a few more minutes. You take a few more minutes to order the entree. And then once you order everything, then they have to, have to cook it. The time they bring it over and you eat it. Then, well, you're going to have coffee afterwards. You're going to have cake. You know, it's a long process. It's, you know. Hmm. But when you're at home, you know what you're eating long hmm. before you start the process. Do you look at the when you're going somewhere? Do you look at the menu beforehand and pick absolutely. the food beforehand? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm that person. Let me ask you a question. Do you think? Do you do that more so now? I feel like it's so much easier now because you can go online and look at right. the menu. You could even go on like Yelp and see what the dishes actually look like. That's right. Are I'm you more that way now, or were you like always that way? I always love to look at menus. Yeah. Always. I like to look when I'm when I'm sitting at the table. Nice, you, you know. You going cold? You want if I say not Frank, we're going not here. Always. Not always. Uh, like for Frank's birthday, of... I looked to see what they were going to serve. Yeah, just to see what type of food they have. Yeah. Is there anything there I'm going to like? And narrow, maybe narrow it down. If it's a new place, I've never been to before, then I'll, I'll check out the menu. I'll check out what kind of food they have. Natasha I'm taps. Good. There you go. I'm doing okay, Natasha. Um, yeah, I love to scout a menu out, but I will never, this is the weird thing I do. I will look ahead of time, get kind of an idea of where I want to be. Then when I look at the menu, I narrow it down to two. Yeah, me too. And then when the server comes over, I make a split last minute decision. Yep. Every time? Every time. Yeah, yeah every time. What's weird I is, and I think it's the reason why I'm married to her, Cosmically, whatever my two is, is usually what my wife is considering. 
And so we just wind up ordering that and yep. kind of like usually. sharing. Yeah, yeah. You, we usually do that to like the same. Oh, if you're not going to get that, I'm going to get that. Okay, and then we can split it. All right, cool. Yeah, that's a great way to be. That's why I don't know why people go through life alone. Uh, I would like Jason's opinion on breaking up with a barber, but I also, we have a pre-show topic that got out of control that we have to talk about. Which one do you yeah, want to do first? I got to go. Okay, then we'll do one. Which one do you want to do? The pre-show topic. Okay, go ahead. You want to tell us what you shared with us pre-show? So in our group chat, I'm not exactly sure what Anthony was talking about. Not you, Anthony, the other Anthony. But I came in with, we were talking about um, the Jewish culture. And I said, meanwhile, they would suck blood from a baby's penis. To which, before I got on the show, I was backstage and frank looked horrified and also looked like i made this up and i was actually horrified myself backstage because i could not believe these two never heard of this thing now it is called mitsaitsa bipe whatever the, i don't know maybe i'm wrong it really is a thing where a rabbi will suck the blood out of a baby's penis during a circumcision now, it is even on the NYC Health uh, Gov page. What? I'm not kidding you. It's why it's it is when the Mohel Mahu. How, how do you say Moil? <laughs> okay, Viola. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> Listen, I met my first Jewish person when I was 25. So. <laughs> Good job hiring a moil. You picked a hell of a moil. <laughs> when they use their mouth to suck blood away from the baby's circumcision wound as part of the circumcision circumcision ritual. So there was a big thing because babies were getting uh, herpes. I cannot believe you guys never heard of this before. I can't like, believe I, this is a real thing that we're talking about. I'm fucking shocked. Okay. This this is I, okay. they even have alternatives to direct oral suctioning on the page. What? Yeah, I'm telling. Oh, like a, I, like a like a device that they would use instead. I, I'm Why, telling. I, the, you guys oh have God. never it's heard. Still of it. something that happens, or is that like an old tradition? She's not lying. <laughs> Look at these people. <laughs> oh hell nah. Say what? This is still something that happens, or it's an old it's an older thing. No, this is a real. This still happens. Please it's don't on, say it, it again, JSAT. It's on nyc.gov. Oh man, I cannot believe you guys never heard of this before. No, why would we hear of this? Anybody in the chat? How few? How many brisses we have not attended? I've never attended one. Never one. Never, never went to one. All right. I feel like. I'm going to need to have a meeting with some of my Jewish friends here <laughs> and say, what the? F I'm sure there's got to be alternatives to direct oral suctioning. How about a napkin? How about yeah. a, can we get them gauze? I'd love gauze. to get them a gauze bed. Show them what that thing. could do. Yeah, it works wonders. I There's got to be if you're a parent and you're having a, a, a bris, I'm sure you could be like, yeah, don't do that. Right. Not 
not all Jewish people do it. Um, I forgot which, um, let's see. Yeah, see, some religious authorities consider direct oral suctioning the only acceptable way to draw blood away from the circ circumcision cut. The only acceptable way. That's the yep. only acceptable way. Yep. I, I can't. Is this how Republicans feel about a transgender person drinking a beer? Like how I feel right now? Is that what they feel? Probably. Okay. Probably. Because this is very, this, I'm very uncomfortable with, yeah, with, just, with all of this. I mean, uh, what's the religious reasoning behind this? Is there, is it supposed to be, why, why would they do that? Judging by some of the reaction, I'm going to say I would love a quick poll in the live chat. <coughs> one, if you've heard of this, right? Two, if you've never heard of this, I would just a simple one. If you've heard of this, two, if this is the first time you're hearing of this, because I can't I don't think we're alone on this. Have you heard of this? Rabbis sucking blood out of a baby's penis during a bris. Petals is on Team Frank and Ant. I cannot believe you guys have never heard of this. It sounds vaguely familiar. Like I've heard it once and I blocked it out forever. But I, I don't know why this would happen. I forgot what I said. One, if you heard of it. Two, if you... <laughs> I don't, I don't know. What was one? All right. One, if you remember what Anthony said. Two, if you don't remember what Anthony said. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Confusing everybody. A lot of twos coming in here. A lot of deuces. Oh, boy. Yeah. This is this is something. This is I don't. Uh, I mean, this is the craziest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I got to be honest with you. I thought the I thought the Catholics had some dumb fucking traditions, but yeah. this one takes the cake. I this mean, dear lord. Not, yeah, that's that's not. I feel like if I were Jewish and was having a bris, <coughs> I'd be like, Rabbi, circumcise all you want. That's where it stops. Can I tell you something? I'm against I'm against the bris to begin with. Like, I need a doctor. That to me, well, let's do that within the first three minutes of life well, that's in the when hospital. It, right? That's when it's usually done if you're not having a bris. Yeah, but a bris is that's like later. It's it's a bit later. It's a bit later. That's yeah. Yeah. Do they numb? I mean, they probably don't. I don't really know. First, I don't know. Not it's not, not all Jewish people. It's only a certain um, section, sector. I don't know. It's not all Jewish people. But imagine. Uh, what? Boy. I can't Boy. even. I, I mean, don't even. Uh... A tissue would be better. What do you. Yeah, we didn't have a, t a sleeve. One of these things. Yeah, <laughs> just. Well, 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 you know. Like that's, yep. there's, there's other ways. I don't know why this. I mean, okay, listen. If I'm, you poke I'm, your I'm speechless right now, okay. if you poke your own finger and you give it and it's bleeding and you give it one of these, that's where it ends. That is, and even that's a little disgusting if you ask me. Yes, that's a little gross. Mm -hmm. uh, I just, I can't. Why? I don't know. I want to go home. Can we move on I, from this, I am home. Yeah, let's move. It's a good call. <laughs> Thank you. Good call. All right, I'm in CVS and I'm getting stuff uh, for Easter for the kids. Uh -huh. And in walks this woman, and we make eye contact. 
right? Like right. direct eye contact. So now I'm, and I have this moment of like, oh, I know, I know you, but I, I don't know where I know you from. Mm-hmm. And she sees me, I see her, can't get out of it. She says, hey, I go, hey, how's it going? She's like, good. Do you ever have a conversation? You ever have like a like a thirty second conversation that you still have no fucking clue? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's like Jerry with the Chinese restaurant. It's like then she tells my father, my father tells her sister, and this is it's the Bermuda Triangle of yeah. Of, so finally, was, <laughs> finally, I realized it was the girl I used to get my haircuts from. Oh, and Uh-oh. she she owned the place where I used to go for to get. Oh, let me ask you worse. this: Why did you leave? The pandemic. Okay, why did you not go back? Okay, this is this is one of the weird things about your old pal aunt. So during the pandemic, when there were no, there was nothing was open, I couldn't take the hair grow. You know me, Frank. My hair grows out all sorts of directions. Mm-hmm. So uh, we ordered uh, one of those clippers for the house. Floby. Started doing them by yourself. So my wife started doing it. And then it kind of became a thing. And then it was kind of like a sexual thing. Go ahead. Yeah. Then it got a little sexual and weird and exciting at the same time. Uh, but no, but then it was like, then when the barbershops opened again, I was like, you had to go and wear a mask. And I was always like, if I could avoid going to the thing and wearing the mask, I would do that. So we stuck with just doing it at home. And here we are like three years later. And we still just do it. At you still home. do it at home. All right. So that's, you know what though? It's weird. If you left a barber that for another weird. barber, that's different. But you what left is she going to suck the blood out of your next circumcision? <laughs> she left. You left the barber. You know, not for another business. You left it for you doing it yourself. That's that's acceptable. I think it's weird. I I fully admit it's one of the weird things that I do. But I, it, it might. It's like it. It's kind of become like a, a time where my wife and I like we talk. Like it's just kind. Of, it's us for the most part. Like as she'll do my son's hair too because it's just like it's easy. Because that's the other pain in the ass. Like he doesn't get haircuts the same time as I. Like it just never works out that way. Where. Sometimes it does, but so then it's like we have to find more time to go to a to the barber shop and sit there and he and do the whole thing and it just it's so annoying. And then he's got he's covered in hair in the car, he's covered in hair the whole ride. He hates it. He's complaining about being it now. Here, like we buzz him, he right into the shower, and it's over with. You know, right. And so anyway, like it's so it's become like a time where it's like we could just talk her and I like we just kind of like bullshit and she does it. Oh, and that's sweet. It's become like a little thing. But I feel like it's a weirdo thing to be like, where do you get your haircut? My wife does it. Is she, is she a stylist? I, I no. Do it at home. I do it at home. I forced her to do it. You know, it's weird. It's a weird thing so, that I do. So what happened with this conversation? You ran into her. You are awesome. Cuddles. Did she like question? Where have you been? No. And. But like once I finally like so I I went from I'm I went from feeling awkward because I'm like, I don't know who you are or why we're even talking about this to, oh, I know who you are now. And I realized I abandoned your business during the toughest time ever. And I I never came back. And, you know, I I don't I don't even think it's an acceptable thing. Like, I feel like breaking up with a barber is worse than breaking up with a significant other 
I mean, because you don't, because there's no closure for the most part. I feel like breaking up with a barber is just, you stop going. Yeah. There's no, you don't go there and go, this is going to be the last time because I, I can't stand coming here anymore. That's true. But then it gets awkward if you run into that person like like you did. Like, don't you, don't you think like, not I'm saying me or like all the time, but every now and then, don't you think they go, what would happen to Gary? He was coming here for like eight years, and all of a sudden, one day, just nothing. The the only time I ever broke up with a barber was when I moved out of the neighborhood. I had no choice. Mm -hmm. I'm not driving a half an hour to get my hair cut every time. Yeah, that's craziness. So that was it. Other than that, you know, I don't have a regular person that I go to now, but I do go to a place that, you know... uh, it's one of three places. It's a chain place. I go to one of, one of two locations. And um, it's not the same person that does it every time. I think it's like a, it's literally like a different person every time I go in there. All right, here we go, Raven. I cut my own hair and also my roommates. I think we're going to start a club. All right. Taking jobs away from uh, stylists and barbers, I see. All right. But don't you? Okay, so Frank and I used to go to the same barber. And he was, you know, Joe the Butcher was a, he was a barber. He was a barber by every, it's the Seinfeld guy. It's basically, remember the Seinfeld episode with the barber? That's mm-hmm. who we went to. Yes, 100%. It's old Could. school Italian barber shop with the spinning pole thing and the, and the whole the whole setup. He had fucking Anazette in the corner that you could take a little he shot had, of. This was, he had Playboy magazines out on the table. <laughs> just for anybody to just pick up and look at and, and he had he i think he had booze in there too like he had if you yeah. want to just take a shot while he was sitting there he had a whole tray of booze this was a while back yeah well not too while back let's not make no. it sound like we're ancient yeah. but you had there was a relationship there i don't know what it is i don't know if it's time or we both moved but they're just it doesn't exist anymore and so and you don't feel like, like you just said, like I go to some place and it's one of three people and or whatever it is, you know? So it's like, yeah. there's there are, no... I look around, there's a few local places in my neighborhood. I'm sure people have regular, you know, barbers or whatever. There's a few shop, barber shops around my neighborhood that people go to, but I, I tried one, uh, one of them once. I was like, eh, didn't really vibe with the place. So I went, to, I went to the chain place. It's hard to find. Can I tell you something too? God bless her heart. She did a fine job. I never, I was never in love with any of it, you know, and it wasn't her. In fact, a couple of times she gave me a haircut was great. It was like her people were always kind of like rotating. I never really, you don't get into a group. Like when we were going to Joe the Butcher, we didn't even say anything. We sat in the chair and it was done. Like he knew what you had. It was not an issue. Yep. You know, I was maybe the first couple of times you had to figure it out with him. But after that, it was done. And then for 15 years, it was like, great. Yeah. He just knew you sat down. Uh, he didn't even look at you. All right. Uh, what are we doing? That, uh, no, yeah. I, I got to You're done. Yeah, you're done. Uh, that was it. I don't know how we remembered everybody's haircut, too. It's kind of crazy. Uh, Bird, I haven't paid for a haircut in 10 to 15 years. I cut my own. Yeah. Uh, Misfit Jester, I cut and fade my own hair too. It's hard. I, look, these are these are my people, Frank. Hey, if I had another mirror, I'd probably do it myself. Yeah, and you know what? It's, you know what it is too. We're so like, like it's not like a woman's hair. 
which takes time and care and can be shaped and cut and it makes a difference. Yeah. A guy's hair, it's like doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter. Unless you're Prince. <laughs> it's true. I mean, what are you doing? Just, just, just done. Like a, a woman's hair can change the way she looks. She can become a bit more beautiful. She can be enhanced. You're not a man. You're not changing anything. Yeah. I go to the barber. I go short on top, shorter on the sides. That's basically it. <laughs> That's it. Okay, zip, zip, zip. I'm literally five minutes in the chair. See, that's good. Some, sometimes I would be in that chair for 20, 25 minutes. And I'm like, let's go already. Like, enough with this. I literally, I sit there and go, uh, I remember the, one of the last times I went, I'm sitting there, they did, they did their thing, and all of a sudden they pulled the, the big thing off, the, the sheet off of me, and I went, I was like, that's it? I feel, I'm 20 bucks? <laughs> I was in this chair for two minutes. Yeah. That was it. I was like, okay. Yeah, it kind of seems looks crazy. Fine. You know, it's a big. Sometimes you know, then, it, then there are barbers that go the extra mile. They get the uh, the shaving cream. They get the straight razor. They go around. They get all the. Then they get the you know, the hot towel and everything. Then you go there on some days, and it's like, you know, zip 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 zip, and you're done. And it's like I'm, mm. not, I'm not doing the extra shit. Like, all right. With everything I said, just said, there is. I will say there is. Like, I do fantasize about going to one of those old school places right. and and getting the fucking hot towel wrapped around my face again. Like, to me, that seems like an Atlantic City thing. Like, you go... <laughs> a bachelor party thing. Like, you go, you get a massage, you go to the fucking well, hot tub. Have, you, go, you could get that kind of treatment that, like, if you go to, like, a, a professional massage place, they have, you get a face... I don't know, wrap or whatever they do there. And then they, they massage you. You can, you can get that done. No, but I'm saying this is, this is what, what, this is what I would do. I'd go massage. Right. Hot tub for a little while. Then go get a full haircut, sh like the straight razor shave, the hot towel, the hot, all that. I do all that stuff, get the fresh cut, you know, shower, go have a nice fucking dinner. And then go sit at the table for a couple hours. Like to me, that's a fucking, that's a man's day right there. That that is a that is a good day. Doesn't that sound appealing? That is nice. Like getting a nice straight razor shave. There's old fucking Frank Sinatra music playing in the back. Like you don't know if you're gonna get whacked or fucking. <laughs> this guy's got a razor to your throat. You don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah, you know that's, you gotta. That's when you're in a barbershop. You know, you got a big fat steak and a goddamn old fashioned waiting for you on the other side of that uh, straight uh, razor shaving. Are you, are you coming with me to Atlantic City? I'm not allowed to go to Atlantic City. Uh, I hate you. My wife won't let me. Not permitted. Not Come on, Cuddles. Can she hear me? She can't hear me. She can't hear you. Um, quickly, I I, I kind of lost interest in this topic since we started the show, to be totally honest with I you. Know, I don't even know what this is. What is this? Um, this was a, they released a history of the catch and kill stories from the National Enquirer. None of these were all that surprising. Probably remember most of them. Uh, Harvey Weinstein, uh, there was an Arnold Schwarzenegger one. 
where um, I think it was the the fake kid or he banged the maid. I think that was like held for a little while or whatever it was. A lot of these I don't really give a shit about. But the one that kind of struck me was Matt LeBlanc. I don't really remember that. What was his? Uh, in 2005, he confided <clears throat> with the National Enquirer about his drunken exploits with a stripper in British Columbia, Canada. Uh, but solely to keep the tawdry details from hitting the newsstands. After getting reports of LeBlanc doing drugs and hooking up with a woman other than his wife, the Inquirer negotiated terms with LeBlanc's team to have the actor give a first-person account while not explicitly admitting to being unfaithful, a former employee of the National Enquirer told the New York Post. The story on LeBlanc's wild night with a stripper notes how close the actor came to betraying Melissa McKnight, then his wife of two years, they divorced a year later. He said, the stripper was all over me. I acted like a fool, allowing myself to be led astray and placed in such a horrible, horrible situation. I feel ashamed. But the Inquirer's story downplayed how hot and heavy he got with the unidentified exotic dancer. It, was, it wasn't a proper kill, according to the reporter, who confirmed the story was watered down. The stripper claimed to have had sex with LeBlanc, took a lie detector test, and she passed. So he banged out the stripper and they just made it sound like he just got like a lap dance and was like a little like, you know. All right. So he banged the stripper. Uh, he cheated on his wife. Okay. Yeah. So that was one of their stories. And yet Tiger Woods was the other one. I feel like all the other ones we kind of know and we are aware of. All these things. I didn't know the Matt LeBlanc thing, but we heard these things. I mean. It's the National Enquirer. It's, it's not like they're the paper of record. Yeah. Right. Plus the National Enquirer, you can't believe anything they put out there. They're, they're the ones reporting, we finally got Bigfoot or whatever the fuck they're saying. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know, it's very, very know. true. Uh, the Simpsons predicted it yet again, Frankie. C. This blew my mind. You sent me this today. I mean, I shouldn't be surprised because the Simpsons are predicting everything. But this one, this was insane. This was a crazy one. Super close to home, right? Like it's like... I was blown away by this one. I, I don't know how this isn't more popular right now. I haven't seen it anywhere. I don't know where you found it, but I haven't seen this uh, making the rounds. So it, 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 you'd think this would have blown up by now. Yeah. So who's the news reporter on The Simpsons? Oh, Kent Brockman. So Kent Brockman is doing a report on the Barbie movie. Right. So this is back in 19, like, 94. 1994. Season, like, two, three or four or something like that of The Simpsons. Yeah. So he's doing a report talking about a Barbie movie in theaters, and then he drops his little nugget as what just went on with our world in the last uh, week. Uh, uh, yeah, well, just, I'll just, uh, just play. Yeah, just in the play. current, yeah. And there is a Barbie movie coming out. And in case people don't know, there is a there was a trailer that was just dropped right. this week for the Barbie movie. Okay, the music on that clip really drowns out what he's saying. Yeah. But, yeah, I, we, I think we heard what he said. He goes, basically, it's just fascinating news. Uh, the Barbie movie making the rounds, blah, blah, blah. And then he goes, it's just, you know, what people are interested in. And then as, a, as an aside, he goes, oh, and the president was arrested. <clears throat> I'm like, holy shit. How the hell... How is that not like I know they predict everything, but that that just freaked me out. That was yeah. some witchcraft voodoo stuff that I don't how the hell they they you know, I mean, I know they did a million episodes and you're going to get some things, but that's that's a little on the nose. 
what's so strange about it because it works as a joke for the time like who cares about a barbie movie when the president gets arrested i think that's where the bit for right. them comes from but you're right i mean the friggin barbie trailer just came out trump just got arrested like it is like way too close to home because that, that's a realistic story that you know that's a re- like if you turn on the news realistically you could hear a newscaster talk about the barbie movie and then talk about trump being arrested it's like it's, it's the same news cycle that, you watch the simpsons a lot weird. you watch the simpsons yeah. a lot right i haven't watched i only i've seen you know i haven't seen like the last i don't know how many seasons i fell out of the simpsons a while back but i want i've been trying to catch up with them but i i haven't watched a, a big chunk of them are right, you watched it more than i have absolutely do they ever play the lottery in that show? Like where there's numbers that we can see and play ourselves? It's a good question. Probably. Yeah. That would be the all time. Lottery. They do football, Super Bowl stuff. Yeah, there's they predict they did a Super Bowl prediction. I think that one that was one of them. That uh someone won that that hasn't won in forever and they won I don't know. But it was like they picked the two teams that were facing each other and who won and it was crazy but there's some weird shit in that in that show and i feel like it's mostly within the first like 15 seasons mm. for the most part the predictions i don't know about the last half right uh, of the simpsons i don't think a lot of the predictions come out of there but mostly the the, the first half and it's like it's mind-boggling how accurate this, some of this stuff is. That's interesting. I wonder if anybody left the show and then the prediction stopped because that's something we'd want to run down, right? Right. Conan probably had something to do with that. That's definitely fucking Conan. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I always felt that way too. Where I feel like this is like a the, the Matrix is broken kind of moment. Do you remember in uh, Back to the Future where they were talking about the World Series and the Cubs beat Miami? And it was like, right. Miami doesn't have a team. And then... South Florida got a team, the Florida Marlins, and then they eventually changed their name to the Miami Marlins. Yeah. It's a little weird. Some crazy stuff happening. Mm. Agreed, Frankie C. Agreed. I love Back to the Future, one of my favorite movies. A lot of plot holes in that movie, but it's still still great, still amazing. Yeah, I I, I know there is. I don't don't lean on the plot. I don't pay attention to it because I think that's such a perfect trilogy. I could still... Yeah, I could still enjoy every second of that movie, all three of them. It's all so good. The music and the like, the feel. I get still get the feels with some of the like the moments, you know. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's 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 a classic. And it's not even God. like one of those cult classics. It's it's like a, a widely loved classic. I was about to say they don't make movies like they used to, but I stopped myself from saying that. I'm like such a fucking old man. <laughs> Back in my day, we had Marty McFly and Doc Brown. Not the did bullshit you, they have today. Did you ever watch Ready Player One? Yes. What did you think? I because I felt like that was like a bit of a continuation for Spielberg. I mean, the the, the fucking car was in it. You know, there was there was elements of Back to the Future in it. I liked it though. Yeah, I mean, they had they had you know it was a glimpse into the AI future of it all but uh i liked it i I enjoyed it i only saw it once but it was i I enjoyed it not a bad movie i recommend i'm waiting for those those full body gloves right yeah yeah one day man we're just gonna be in the what is it the metaverse 
Uh-huh. I see people for days. Not at all. All right, Frankie. See, that is it for us. We hope everybody has a wonderful Passover and a fantastic Easter. True. That's it. And become a member, folks. We got the uh, 420 show coming up soon. Don't, bring you don't on. sleep on that. Show me potato salad. Don't sleep on 420 show. Maybe we should go now. Go ahead.